he immediately shut down his whole operation after <laughs> learning that. <laughs> Padded Room Radio is on the house, baby dolls. My name is Derry, and I am back for another episode. Another week of horror bullshit and things you didn't know about and didn't care about and didn't think that you cared about. Jason Harrell is in the house. Hey, what's going on, uh, Padded Room crew? What's going on, big fella? Oh, a lot. Yeah, what do you got? Yeah. Well, uh, I always say nothing. You do. Because my somethings are so mundane and oh. stupid. That I just spare you. But I decided for once, Please I'm, I'm going to make your ears bleed. I would love that. Okay. Let's, Let's see. Let's do a deep dive on Jason Harrell's week. Uh, one week into a diet. Okay. That's something. How's it going? Uh, oh, it's going good. What's the diet? It's pretty much, uh, It's. I, I lean more towards uh, carnivore, uh, but technically it's keto. Right okay. Now. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, I actually moved two days in a row and did physical activity. I was just going to say. First two days in 49 years. You're, you're, looking, you're looking a little lean. I going to make sure you're okay. And almost a little paralyzed. Let's see. Uh, I, for the last two days, am down to one sugar-free rock star. That's down from four a day. Wow. That's, uh, so, okay. Uh, well, but continue, but I've got some questions. Okay. Let's see. Uh, working on two websites at the same time just to find out that the software that's on the back end of one website randomly decides to make the website private. Okay. So uh, wrestling that's with weird. that, yeah. it's exceptionally weird that's and it it's increasingly weird. frustrating. Okay. Uh, then today I wasted more and more hours trying to juggle both of them having their own issues. Okay. Let's see. Continuing to sell off my childhood memories on eBay. <laughs> what are they going for these days? Uh, $150 listing price for my Centurion's depth charger accessory. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Uh, filed my taxes. That's a big hoot. I got to do that. Uh, I bought about 15 ounces of silver. Okay. And I'm about to buy at least one new gun. Okay. And that's it. Well done, sir. That sounds like a full... Uh, two hours that you've accomplished there. <laughs> I gotta ease into this thing, you, <laughs> you know. know you don't want to doing stuff. You know, thing. you can't just jump in. You're gonna blow blow yourself out if you do. The majority of the week really is just lots of watching TV. Yeah, lots of really just getting pissed off at websites. Okay, I get that. I mean, lots of that. It's frustrating, man. I I attempted to build one for the podcast, uh, probably ten years ago. I bought the $200 package on Squarespace. Had to work out for you. Fucked with it for <laughs> about two hours and just said, I don't, I, I, 
nothing works. Yeah. Nothing works. <laughs> None of the image. They wouldn't accept any of the images I tried to upload. Uh, I did get like the uh, domain. Thing. I tried to format it the way I wanted it to look. I couldn't mm. do that. Yeah. Uh, I just said, "Oh, fuck off." And then I owned it for like another year and a half. And I really, really thought I was getting in tune with like some of these different software packages, like my little nerdy website. Um, I found out today that like on cell phones, any of the image galleries don't show up properly. They show up blank half the time, mm. or they just don't work the other half. So I had to like spend wa- just wasted time and of effort course. fixing that. Yeah, it's great. It's it's like I'm I'm tired of fixing the stuff I've already I already think I've got working. Like I just want to make progress. This, now you this is what I sound like in my day job. Yeah, I fixed this yesterday. <laughs> it was working when I left here. Why is it not working now? What the fuck did you people do? Yeah, god damn it, man. Uh, let me ask you about this diet. You're okay. On. Now here's the thing. I'm always struggling with the diet. Mm-hmm. Uh, my biggest problem is that I get hungry, and then because I'm on the road the majority of the day, mm-hmm. I drive past 317 different fast food places, yeah. and eventually I see a picture of a bacon cheeseburger and I crack. Mm. So my question to you is, what is what is your snack repertoire? Uh, if I'm really in a pinch, like when I'm commuting back and forth to work or something like that, uh, that would be because it's such a long commute. That'd be where I'm most vulnerable. Yeah. So in a pinch, I would uh, go in there, and they normally sell, like, those really shitty packs of, like, Hormel uh, roasted turkey. Okay. Like, just a lunch meat thing? Yeah, lunch. those little, like, $1 shitty lunch meat packs. Okay. It's just loose meat, real thinly sliced. <laughs> so you get, like, four packs of that, <laughs> okay. and you buy, like, four cheeses. That sounds and, like and the most disgusting what it's meat and cheese, man. Know, you can't go can, wrong with that. Just you, t- you telling me this. I'm in visual, like visualizing you sitting in the front seat of your car, just fisting meat and cheese in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I look like a glazed donut by I'm the time sure. I'm done. Frightening children as they walk by. Nom nom. I'm so hungry. <laughs> now, uh, honestly, eating this way is it's the easiest thing to do. Like. Most people struggle with it because they get bored with it. That's the thing. Uh, I don't. I really don't get bored of. Well, you you know how I eat. I'm very picky yeah. to begin with. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just happy to have food. Okay. You know, to find anything I like. So you know, throw down burgers and steaks and bacon and eggs all week, and sure. I'm, I'm solid, man. So the I'm gonna I'm trying to maintain a diet right now because I'm training for a marathon. Mm-hmm. Marathon comes up at the end of March. What I've what I've devolved into is a mixture it, I make it here at the house and I take it I make a big batch and I portion it out throughout the week it's a protein compound comprised of scrambled eggs black beans and tuna fish it is the most disgusting thing you will ever that taste in your life pretty terrible I have been asked uh, not to use the office microwave to heat <laughs> it up because it smells up the entire break room yeah uh, I refer to the stuff as sludgeo because mm-hmm. that's what my kids call it. Yeah, <laughs> and it looks like something that just came out of a grease trap, <laughs> or is about to crawl its way out of a grease exactly trap. Exactly <laughs> right. So as I'm driving past Carl's Jr. in the big picture of the Western Double mm-hmm. with the saw stripping down, yeah, and in my passenger seat I have a small um, Tupperware container of my sludgeo, mm-hmm. and that's where I fall apart. Right. Because I cannot eat any more sludgeo. Well, dude, that's kind of gross. It I is mean, very gross. Can't you simplify it a little bit? Like, just have yourself a nice steak? Uh, yeah, I could, but that's not something it's I can It's so satiating, to too. Me. Oh, I'm sure. 
like I mean, so, so honestly, it it fills you up so much that you're honestly repulsed by food. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. So the notion of like stopping at a Carl's Jr.'s is out of the question. See, Sludge Joe gives me so much gas that it repulses everybody. <laughs> Even the thought of food it just make your stomach turn. All right, goddammit, Jason. I'm starting to feel so sorry for myself. So there you go. That's, that's my action-packed week. Well, I'm proud of you. What have you been up to? Uh, not a fucking thing. Other than being the sludge-o-matic. Re- uh, running a lot. Uh, it's been, weather was nice up until today. Yeah. Um, running a lot and eating sludge Yeah, and that was really it. cold now. Being wildly um, disappointed by the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> Some of those late calls were bullshit, though. I'm not going to get into it. It was a horror show. Let's get into some uh, horror news there, you maniac. Let's do it. (laughs) Horror news. Yeah, buddy. You got anything? I do not. Figured that. Uh, The first official release from Full Moon Premium Toys has been... uh, Put out there, it's a baby oopsie replica. <clears throat> replica, I put in quotes. Of all things, that's what they picked. That's what they started with. Baby oopsie from uh, Demonic Not Toys. Not Blade or Six Shooter or... I, I mean, you can buy those anywhere, really. You, you probably need to start Well, I thought else. we were really talking some premium stuff. Well, that's what they're billing it as, yes. All right. It's baby oopsie. Okay. It probably cusses at you or something. Is that uh, from Demonic Toys? Yes. Yeah. You ever seen that those movies? Yeah, I saw. Actually, I may have seen Demonic Toys. I saw. I definitely saw Doll Man versus Demonic Toys. That, that one's okay. So that's it. All right. <laughs> uh, they're all right. It was about how many of those came I out? I think there's like seventeen. You know, <laughs> uh, they went to a strip club. Just once. a smidge more than uh, yeah, Puppet Master. The, the, I ugh, don't don't even. There was there was a Puppet Master versus Demonic Toys. Had Corey Feldman playing an elderly grandpa. Whoa. Because that makes sense. <laughs> I haven't seen that yeah, one. Yeah, it's something. <laughs> Tra- uh, trailers are up for yet another Children of the Corn remake. Oh, boy. Um, I watched the trailer. I will say, I, I was never a big Children of the Corn fan. Nah. Um, I will say it looks better than the original and much better than that uh, shitty sci-fi uh yeah. remake that came out a couple first years one's back. tolerable at best um i mean it's okay uh and that's pretty much it i mean courtney Gaines pretty much carried that entire movie <laughs> outlander we have your woman what? <laughs> uh what else we have here emma corinne has signed on to the uh the robert eggers nosferatu remake mm. i'm psyched for that yeah I wonder, I mean, he's such, I don't know, I wonder what direction he's going to go with that. Do you, do you, do you go silent? You could. He could. He could. Um, I don't know, man. I'm into it. Oh, whatever. I'm whatever. Ac- absolutely looking forward to that. Have you ever sat <clears throat> through in its entirety the whole Nosferatu? Nope. No, I've, I've tried multiple times and it's not because it's bad. It's not because it's bored me. It's just something always seemed to come up. I get that. Um, it's only about 40 minutes long. Oh, I'm sure. Um, yeah, movie, people had, clearly had a lot less attention span back then. Well, yeah, and to make a movie, you basically had to sell a kidney back yeah. then, too. Um, 
I used to have a VHS copy that had typo negative music playing in the background the whole mm-hmm. time. Yeah. And instead of being just black and white all the way through, they like, would like shade certain shots with purples and stuff. Mm. It's kind of fun. Uh, what else we got here? Oh, boy. All right. What uh, here, do we got? Here, here you go, Jason. Can't wait. Try to keep it in your pants. Too late. Riddick. Okay. Furia. Fury. I, I think it's Furia has been greenlit. Okay. This will be what the fifth installment of the Riddick franchise. I thought it was fourth. What do you got? You I got, might be uh, wrong. Pitch Black. Yeah. And you have Chronicles of Riddick, and then there was a th- another one of those. Th- was there? Yeah, two Chronicles of Riddick. So I, I thought that was it. Yeah, I think this is a fourth, fourth or fifth. I have no okay. idea. But then I think there was like a animated thing that came uh, out. I don't no know. No clue. Yeah, I don't know. I, I gave up on that a long time ago. You know, Vin Diesel is one of the only actors who can keep fooling us that he's some kind of superhero, uh, like, yoked guy when he's he, he's got the physique of me. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you worked out two days in That's a row. That's true. Sir. I might be up on him. <laughs> um, I mean, he's I a, do like him though. He's a big dude. Uh, he's guys. I, I, you don't see him with his shirt off a lot. Yeah, you do mm-hmm. see him with in like a like a t- like a sleeveless. Lots situation. of wife beaters. Yes, yeah. and I suspect that he actually has a gut under there oh absolutely so as long as he can keep the guns pumping yeah and uh he's got kind of that that muscle head neck thing going on he looked great in pitch black yeah well that was when he was like 22 yeah you know so he was was kicking all kinds of ass back then um what uh unfortunately he keeps getting like bottlenecked into these pg-13 action movies and once you've seen one of them you've pretty much seen them all well especially with the Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Well, I mean, those. I think most of those are rated R, aren't they? Oh, I don't know. I've seen. But they're all the same. They are. It's it's the Resident Whether they're Evil. going to outer space or not. I'm sure they're on their way. <laughs> and The Rock is going with them. Um, you got uh, The Last Witch Hunter. I never saw that. It, any good? It, 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 it's exactly the same as all of them. Uh, Bloodshot. Um, okay. What else you got? Uh, I don't know. I'm sure there's other ones. But it. You know, it's they could be good movies. They could be good action movies, but they just get up to that that level of PG thirteen. Doesn't he voice Groot? He does. Okay, he has one line. <laughs> so throughout his best acting four today <laughs> is playing a houseplant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm not. I'm not too pumped for. Uh, I'll Riddick. watch. I'll watch it I, on I, a streaming service five years from now. Uh, lastly, it looks like the 10th installment of the Saw franchise is wrapped filming. Now, just because it's wrapped filming doesn't mean that we're actually going to get to see the goddamn thing. So, I know that Tobin Bell is in it. After that, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I'm, I'm excited. I like Saw. Oh, well, absolutely. I, I mean, why would I stop now? Uh, yeah. I've seen them all. Including Spiral. Yes. Which is probably the weakest out of all of them. Oh, nah. You don't think so? Nah. What, Jigsaw? Jigsaw, Jigsaw was great. not great. No, it was not. Um, honestly, the so many of them just kind of blend together. It's, I couldn't yeah. tell you which. Like, I think it was like five and six or seven. <laughs> I don't nine, even know. Um, I, I mean, they just seem like it's completely inter- interchangeable. Yeah, they're very repetitive. 
Uh, right on. That's all we got on the horror news. But I do look forward to seeing it. I'm going to check it out, man. I've got high hopes for this, this whole thing. Uh, let's get into some listener mail, Mr. Harrell. Listener mail. Hey, now we got emails, we got voicemails, we got all kinds of mails, um, multi-level marketing schemes. I believe also. Okay. Uh, let's start it off in Sydney, Australia. Here comes Tim. G'day, mate. Horror for dummies. You know, you know the name, you know the face. Well, you probably know the. Fa- I don't know if you know the face or not. You know the watch. You know the wa- You know the. You know the downstairs. If you understand what I'm saying. Uh, subject line: Great sequels. Hey guys, how are we this week? I'm great, thanks for asking. Three on a meat hook. My favorite sequels are number three, The Devil's Rejects. Oh, yeah. I'm into that. I like that. A film I can watch any time of the day. Number two, Aliens. Also a good one. Number one, I knew it. I knew I was going to say this. (laughs) Jaws the Revenge. This motherfucker in his soft spot for Jaws the Revenge. I watched it. I didn't like it. I'm sorry. I could not get back. Mario Van Peebles in and out of a Jamaican accent. Hey, man. Hey, man. What are you doing now? <laughs> are you Irish? I don't get you. Um, laugh all you want. It's the most entertaining movie ever to me. I love it from start to finish. That movie single-handedly killed Lance Guest's career. And he was a good actor. Now he's kind of making a little bit of a resurgence. He's like 300 pounds. But... Uh, Last Starfighter, Halloween 2. He was on the trajectory, and yeah. then Jaws 4. I just rewatched Last Starfighter. That's not a bad show. Yeah. Uh, before I go, I want to mention I've been plowing through the Last of Us series. I'm not much of a series person, but goddamn, is it good. If you are not checking it out, then I highly suggest you do. That's it for me this week. Love you all, especially Jason. Smooches. And I'll catch you next week. Hug, kiss, kiss, hug, 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 kiss, kiss. Poke, poke. Ooh, hey, easy, easy there, Tiger. Notice I was only good for two. Oh, well, you know, can't all be winners. Uh, Let's see here. How about a brand new Patreon subscriber? (gasps) Woo! (laughs) Ah, shit. Oh, boy. It's Tony. Uh-oh. Tony's going to fuck with us. <laughs> okay. Tony, Tony is the reason I had to watch President Evil, son of a bitch. I wouldn't surprise you wouldn't surprise me if we had to watch President Evil four times in the month of March. I'm hoping it's the Birdemic series. The Birdemic <laughs> franchise. <laughs> right on, Tony. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, if you would like another uh, t-shirt or travel mug, just let me know. And you get control of March, I believe. So let us know what movies you want to watch. And speaking of Tony, here he comes with an email. Subject line, why is everyone stealing children slash Darian is a turd? Well, you're, you're right about one of those things. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Did you miss me? Fun fact, I recently got a vasectomy. That's not a fun fact. Nice. I wouldn't call it fun. Got mine years ago. Well, I'm not doing it. I don't want to do that. Well, I probably should, though. Uh, I had this incredible pain in my balls for days. It reminded me of something. Turns out that something was you. Who knew, Darian? You look like you put on some weight. Well, fucking <laughs> son of a bitch. And lost some Back more hair. Back to the hair. I gotta get you. Keep eating the sludge Uh Why the fuck was I gone? Then come back to a shit-ass movie like Don't Breathe 2. Has nothing changed? This movie makes no goddamn sense. 
I we will get to that in a second there, Tony. First of all, the blind man kidnapped that girl. I know he rescued her, he put rescued in quotes, her from the meth house, but he kidnapped her. He's not a hero, he's a bad guy. First, it just so happens that the bad guy and the gang see this girl, and without knowing what she looks like because he hasn't seen her or a picture of her in eight years, automatically knows that this is his daughter because a little white streak in her hair. That is a pretty bold assumption, Mr. Meth Dealer. Okay, so the blind man subdues a gang member, holds him down, glues his lips and nose closed, and then moves on. Somehow this glue had enough time to dry to prevent the bad guy from breathing, it's but not to kill him. It's super glue. I mean, it is <laughs> extra super glue. Uh, kill him before he runs out of air. The bad guy's brother decides the best way to remedy the situation is to stab a hole in his brother's cheek. So that brother can then just move his mouth open himself. God, I thought it was to get air to him quick, That's what quicker, I thought, quicker. too, yeah. Instead of precision scalpeling his lips. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense to me. That's that's probably what I would do. I mean, I I don't know. I hope nobody near me gets their mouth in. Well, it beats blue. a trach. Yeah, and uh, I get, yeah. Does anyone know how much water weighs? It's 8 pounds a gallon or 63 pounds per cubic foot there is zero chance a blind man tips that box if that box was only three by three by three it would weigh over 1500 pounds of water not including the box and the box was bigger than that but you're overlooking the fact that it was in the script script, tony (laughs) i mean if it's in the script then there you go there's a 100 percent chance that the girl and mom both die if this doctor tries to do a heart transplant by himself in a shitty dirty hotel Also, they don't have the drugs or the facilities to put Phoenix under for the operation. So, they have to cut her heart out while she is awake. That sucks for her. What about the mom? Is she going to have to be awake too? He said specifically that he had to take it out while she's She's breathing. breathing. Yeah, that Mm -hmm. was stupid. Or alive or some shit. I get that. Yeah, that that was kind of silly. This movie takes place in Detroit, more or less, and these are drug dealers. In Detroit, you mean to tell me that if this mom dies, that these drug dealers are out of a job, that there are no other known associates in Detroit, in the Detroit area, that know how to cook meth? That was the hardest thing for me to believe. <laughs> I'm like, come on. You're not out of business because you, you lost your cook. Yeah. Unless you're Heisenberg himself, like, this ain't breaking bad. No. He's, she's not producing top-notch ultra-blue meth. And you would think that she could show somebody else how to do it. What lighten her workload if nothing else. All right, we'll get into that there, Tony. Last one, the blind man. He's ex-Navy SEAL, and he has been blind for a really long time. And let's pretend he knows how to get around flawlessly as a blind man and can put a rear naked choke on almost anyone within reach. Sure, that makes sense. But the bad guy that gets his eyes gouged out, how the fuck does a newly blind guy under immense pain manage to grab a knife orient himself, and successfully stab Daredevil. All of a sudden, the blind man who gets around on his hearing, that's why you don't breathe, quote-unquote, can't hear him coming. This movie is a turd, and so is Darian. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) For three on a meat hook, sequels. Number three, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Didn't even think of that one. Number two, The Devil's Rejects. Number one, Aliens. Nice. Immersion therapy was fine, I guess. This Christina slash Katie manipulated her sick mom into getting her a sister. I think the only real problem I had with it was at the end, the paramedic said, we will get you and your baby help. 
Is this to imply that Christina slash Katie is going to get away with adopting a child? The cop Jamie is going to know right away that that is not her baby and exactly where the baby came from. We'll, we'll get into that. For educating Ms. Darian, are you mausoleum? Yes, Tony, you got me. That's all the complaints he had about immersion I therapy have, after have, 20 minutes of griping about <laughs> don't breathe too. I have more to go over when we get to immersion <laughs> therapy. Uh, that's all I could think of. I only know of this because while in Iraq, we found some DVDs in one of the little shops that was a Video Nasties collection. Turns out most of them were actually on the Video Nasties list, but some were. Nice. Anyway, until next time, Tony. Right on, Tone. I'm glad to hear you won't be reproducing, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Right on, man. Thanks for the donation. Let us know what movies you want to watch, us to watch in uh, March, and we'll get right on those. Uh, Let's get back here to Reno, Nevada. Here comes the cowboy. Subject line, sequels. Evening padded room. Hope everyone is doing well tonight. Quick meat hook on sequels. Number one, Aliens. Number two, Army of Darkness. Number three, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. It's not a good movie, but it is crazy and fun. Haven't gotten to watch anything this week between work and finally getting a PS5. Hope everyone has a great week. Catch you on the flip, cowboy. Right on, cowboy. Congratulations on the PS5, big dog. Uh, you got to get yourself Gotham Knights. That is a... Uh, a good uh, two to three month killer of time that you are going to be sucked into. Uh, we got some voicemails here, Mr. Harrell. Can't wait. Let's kick things off in Anderson, Indiana. Jason, here comes Coop Newcomb. Darian, what's up? What's Hope up, Everything's Coop? going good. I'm okay. Um, going to get right to it. Uh, three on a meat hook. Yeah. You got the, uh, the sequels. Yes, sir. So, um, Number three, uh, it's kind of a toss-up. I have, uh, I'm going to go with uh, Dr. Sleep. I thought that was a good sequel. Yeah, pretty good. Um, number two, Aliens. Yeah. I thought it was a great one. And, uh, of course, number one's our all-time best sequel we used to uh, enjoy in the Marines, <laughs> laughing our butts off to this at uh, Evil Dead 2. Loved it. Um, yes. As far as educate, I have no clue. Mausoleum, um, maybe. Got me on that one. That is a nonsense and, uh, movie. I got to watch one. Uh, what was it called? Hmm. Viking Wolf. Um, oh yeah. Eh, it's a. It's okay. It's it's something to Norwegian watch. Norwegian werewolf. Nothing okay. to write home about. Yeah, that's what I, I saw heard. the reviews and I had my uh, my hopes uh, my hopes kind of set a little higher than what this hit, but it wasn't the worst, but wasn't all that. Eh. Yeah. Anyway. Hope all is well. Hope you guys are doing great. And I uh, look forward to the next show. You got Later. it, buddy. Thanks Toodles. for calling in, Cooper. Uh, I, did you get a chance to watch Viking Wolf? No. Me neither. I saw the trailers. I was very excited for it. Some friends of ours watched it, and they all said the same thing. Yeah. Well, I haven't right. seen any trailer. I didn't know. I know. That's the downfall of not watching, reading any news. And not watching Watch trailers is, I don't know what's even Nothing. out there. Nothing. I have I mean, to rely on you chuckleheads to <laughs> actually mention that it's a movie. That's a bad idea. That's a bad idea. I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, let's get down to Alabama. Here comes Alan. Hey. Patty Boom, what's up? What's up, Alan? Everybody's doing good. We are here. So uh, last week I did, <clears throat> with the meat hooks, Oh, I did say Saw. Saw. The movie Jigsaw is always like, want to play a game? So yes. game. And Battle Royale. While there was no video game or anything, they were also playing a game. Yeah, I took some liberties. Game of death. 
you know. It's that's true. how it is. Yep. Anyway, this week's Meat Hook sequel. So I got to go with um, number three, Left Face. Okay. Um, Part three. 1989, something like that. The one with Nin- Ken Foray. Yeah. Vigo Mortensen. Three. Loved it. It got me into the series. Okay. Number two, I'm going to go with Friday the 13th, part six. That That's was the my first favorite. one I ever saw. Yeah. And number one, Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead got no. me into, like, gore. I'd never, I'd seen other slashers and stuff, but that was the first one, you know, I was all gut munching and stuff. Okay. So, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, um, Friday the 13th, part six, six, and Dawn of the Dead. Hope everybody's doing good. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Beautiful. Thanks for calling in, Alan. Which one, which one's with Matthew McConaughey? Is that four? No, that's the next generation, which would technically be the fourth installment. Okay. Yeah. I don't know that we can call Dawn of the Dead a sequel. There's a lot of controversy about that. <laughs> is there? There is. Whether or not those movies are um, in, the same in any way related. I mean, theoretically, they should, they could be. But there's no, there's not really anything tying them together. No recurring characters, no mention of previous storylines. Not that that necessarily needs to be a thing. And I don't think George Romero ever came out and said that they are related or not. I don't know. It's just food for thoughts. So we could. That's a whole other argument to have. I called. I called about seven minutes worth of survival of the dead today. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. Survival of the Dead, nominally better than Diary of the Dead. Yeah. Nominally. Neither one of them is that good. It's, uh, that was a rough seven minutes. <laughs> I mean, that, that's a whole other thing. I can't even. I, the, 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 the biggest problem, I'm sorry. <laughs> now, you, now you got me going. Where the fuck does that movie take place? Which one? Uh, Survival? Survival of the Dead. Apparently, uh, Ireland and Texas simultaneously. It's a 14-minute boat ride to get from Texas to Ireland. Either that or there's a bizarro colony of Irish people literally in the middle of a lake in Texas. Downtown Austin. Is that where it is? Sure. Fucking fuck. (laughs) You goddamn fucking Romero. All right. Right on, Alan. Thanks for calling in. Uh, Let's get down to Southern Cal. Here comes Mr. Tom Hardy. Hey, room. How's my favorite degenerates this week? We're in. I hope everyone's doing all right. Hey, I wanted to get in real quick. Yeah. Uh, you know, you'd mentioned uh, hmm. you'd asked if there was a sequel to Wishboard. There are two sequels two to Wishboard. Oh, okay. Neither one of them are that great. The I would second imagine. sequel, though, did get a theatrical release. Hey, now. And I remember going to see it okay. uh, at the theaters with my girlfriend at the time, and uh, they gave a little, like a little pl- promotional huh. planchette, I guess, with Ooh, your ticket. Ooh, nice. Um, and I still got that thing somewhere. I'm oh, that's cool. I'm going to send that shit I to need yes, to see so that. So there are two sequels to Witchboard. Nice. So, Witchboard. You know, Witchboard. I guess. <laughs> Witchy board. Um, you know, on the uh, Terror Dome, the terror dome correction the meat hook we're not there yet bud man i can't believe you come up with this for the meat hook what are you talking about horror sequels yeah fuck man there's there's so many good ones i know there is if you remember the scream 2 
uh, that movie where they're trying to be super meta. Of course. That part where they're like, oh, no, the horror industry was ruined by fucking sequels. Eh. I fuck, I got to disagree. I man. would disagree as well. I think the horror industry has been, like, it's propped up by sequels, if yeah. you think about it, man. But the fucking best sequels of all time? What do you think? Shit, man. That's I, a hard I, you know one. What? I'm just going to fucking rattle some shit off. Okay. Man. What about uh, Alien? That's what about a... the sequel to, to Hellraiser? Hellraiser Hell, 2. Hellbound? What about bad. Elm Street 3? Or, Probably uh, the best the out of the franchise. Three. Uh, yeah. the Friday the 13th 4. Yeah. Phantasm 2. Phantasm I mean, 2 is a good one. God, dang, there are so many good fucking horror sequels. You just come up with three meat hooks. Yeah. What about Evil Dead 2? Evil Dead 2. <sighs> That's a tough one there, uh, Mr. Brock. I, I don't... I don't. Whoop. Hold on. I think that's a fair question, man. Okay. Anyway, uh, I did get to catch a flick that I got to warn you about. Okay. Uh-oh. If you uh, haven't seen the new fucking Jeepers Creepers... Uh, <laughs> Jeepers Creepers... Reborn. Right? I think it's reborn yeah. or reboot or something like I've that. I've heard nothing good about it. It's fucking bad. Ah. It is real bad. It was on uh, Hulu. On Hulu. Yeah. And I was like flipping around. I was like, oh, fuck, you know what? Hulu's done pretty good by me so far. Yeah. You know, like lately they they gave me the, you know, the new uh, the new Predator flick. Right. The new, uh, even the new Hellraiser was Grim good. Cutty Not great, bad. but it was good. It's all right. And uh, I was Doesn't like, oh, let's give this fucker a try. You know, sure. I think it's a Hulu original. Or I it was in the theater. Maybe it's not a Hulu original, but it's like that's where it got its release. It uh, GP. Uh, he called back. I don't know if this is going to be him or not. It's only ten seconds. Oh, he butt dialed us. He butt dialed us, Tom Hardy. Or he dropped the phone. All right. <laughs> All right, G motherfucking P, baby. G motherfucking P. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Woo! Anyway, on the Jeepers Creepers bullshit, man. Yeah. You, I almost say you've got to see this flick to see how fucking stupid it is. It can't it be is any worse bad, than three, it, right? I don't think the flick knows what it wanted to do. Okay. I don't think it understood who its characters were supposed to be back and uh. forth and there's one you're like okay this is a yahoo no he's a decent person but then okay. he's an asshole but it then he's uh, and the fucking main characters like the main dude in particular is such a little fucking bitch <laughs> and it tries to do some like fan service bullshit that oh, just no. backfires okay completely. here's the thing i was thinking man hmm. this is the fourth cheapers creature Correct. i believe yes yeah, the first one, which is pretty... I like the first one. Me too. The second one was pretty good, not right? Not bad, yeah. Not mad if at I'm that. If I'm not mistaken, the third one, was I not, think, not. was a fucking sci-fi original, and it sucked. It was bad. It was terrible. It was I think real this bad. one might be worse. Really? This I've heard is less four than makes 90 three minutes, look like an Academy Award. It looked pretty good. well over uh, two fucking hours. Oh, no. Dude, this is a total piece of shit. Okay. I almost encourage you to go watch it. I'm going to have to now. Fucking talk about it. Now, I don't know. Maybe you've already seen it. I have not. Maybe you've already seen it. You warned me about it. And I, I did not. I fucked up and watched nope. this piece of shit. I'm going to do it. That's an hour and a half. I cannot get back. Okay. Anyway, I'm hope all it. is well. Love you like family. Love you too, Bye. Tom Hardy. I'm going to I'm gonna put that on my list for the week. 
Tom Hardy. For the week. For the week, <laughs> sir. The week of what year? Oh, stop it. <laughs> Mr. Uh, we can't all be uh, keto dieting, uh, thrift shopping uh, web engineers, sir. <laughs> Sit around watching movies. I'm going to play Gotham Knights for the entire week. Yes, <laughs> I know you I'm are. That's what I'm going to do. Right on, man. Sorry about uh, Jeepers Creepers 3. I think, you know what? I think I know what happened with uh, Jeepers Creepers Reborn. Somebody somewhere said, uh, we like Jeepers Creepers, the first one. Did great at the box office. Second one, not as good, but still did okay. And then by the time the third one came out, we all got wise and word got around about uh, Victor Salva and his past and present and things like that. So somebody out there said, why don't we make a guilt-free Jeepers Creepers? And this is what we got. I haven't seen it. I've heard nothing good about it at all. Did you watch it yet? No, it's supposed to be the worst thing that, in the world. That's what I heard. He's supposed to, the creeper's supposed to look terrible. Oh. Everything is like overly and shittily done in CG. Oh, no. Um, it, just everything about Like, I've listened to some lengthy rants about it. Yeah. And it is nothing good. See, that's why you can't, I mean, it could have been done if you had gotten like a Dan Trachtenberg behind it. Or somebody with some horror pedigree, you know? Somebody that at least could, can absorb the source material and give us something to go from in that vein. I don't know. Maybe it, maybe it comes close. And I Yeah, just, I think they may have even broke some of the mythos. Oh, you fuckers. I hate so, that shit. Yeah, I think, I think... That was my biggest complaint about the new Candyman. Yeah, I think it, they shit on some of that, too. Did, yeah, no good. All right, that's all we got on the listener mail, amigo. You got anything for Tony, Alan, Tim... Uh, Tom Hardy, or anybody else, the Cowboy. Thanks for the communiques. Beautiful. Love you guys. Let's get into a movie here, Mr. Harrell. Let's do. The gun is in my hand. Sorry. I'll make it next time. You almost got me, didn't you, boy? We had a lot of fun today. I could take her gun next week. No. Home safe. Lost kid. Get the girl. It's not me you need to be scared of, little girl. But the man standing next to you. Now I don't know who he is, but I know who he's not. Should I tell her or you? Me. Now you are gonna see. 
Breathe 2, Jason. Okie doke. Uh, from 2021. Got six stars on IMDb. Mm-hmm. Written by Fidi Alvarez. Directed by Royo Saigusi. Uh, stars Stephen Lang, Madeline Grace, and Brennan Sexton III. This one's got a hard R rating. I got a kill count of at least six in this one. Probably well, 5.5 points higher than certain callers would say. Uh, I would or, agree. Or writers. Writers. Whatever Individuals. Correspondents. <laughs> Um, did you like, you like the first one, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I, uh, I liked it a lot. Um, I like this one a mm-hmm. lot for different reasons. And like I said, it's, it's enjoyable, but a far departure from, from, the first. from the first one. Would you still call this one a horror movie? No, I'd call it a uh, action revenge movie. Okay. I get that. Um, I think I would still call it a horror movie. I mean, if if I were to watch this one sight unseen, not knowing anything about the first one, yeah, I would I would definitely call this more of a home invasion movie. Yeah, home invasion horror is what I'd call it. Right. Um, <clears throat> it's such a fine line. It's true, and really, any even even movie, the first one, you know, that's true. And in any horror movie, can be broken down into some various subgenre if you really want to go to those lengths. Yeah. Uh, this one picks up sometime after. Uh, the end of the first one, mm-hmm. probably at least a year, I would say, maybe more. Sounds good. Um, we pick up out in the the woods, and uh, we got a girl running for her life. Apparently, um, I'm gonna put her probably 12, 11, 12 ish area somewhere. Seemed in there. about right. And uh, what we find is somebody's chasing her, obviously, and a dog is involved. And we find out that she is actually playing some game or some training exercise mm-hmm. and uh it's Stephen lang is the one conducting this it, it's like a race to a gun from what i gathered <laughs> yeah. i don't know what she was going for mm-hmm. but she loses or she fails and he, and, that, and that's the original bag and um or at least bag that uh the girl from the first one had i believe oh is it i, I certainly think so wouldn't surprise me yeah i believe so right on uh, anyway, she fails because Stephen Lang gets the gun before she does. And he's like, I got the gun. You lost. Yeah. And she's like, damn it. Sorry. I'll do better next time. And then they go back to the house. Now I'm to believe that we are still in Detroit. Is there anything to suggest otherwise? No, I, I think it's the same area. I would assume so. Yeah. Um, very dilapidated, mm-hmm. uh, but this one took on more of a rural aspect. Than the first one, I think. The first one, you got those wide sweeping shots of the the busted ass neighborhood and the yeah. trees growing through the houses and all that shit. Uh, this one, you really just get the one house and a bunch of woods around it. So you have a little bit more of that. Um, we get back to the house. Everything's cool. Um, at this point, I was kind of curious as to whether or not this was a sequel or a prequel because in the in the original. We knew that Stephen Lang had a daughter mm-hmm. and that she died uh, because of the, the drunk driver and the accident. And then the uncomfortable turkey baster was to follow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so I was thinking for a second, maybe this was actually a prequel and this was his daughter. Mm-hmm. It is not to be. Nope. Um, what we find out is that they live a very secluded life. Uh, I don't think she ever called him dad, did she? No, I don't think she ever called him anything. Yeah, I don't think there was a lot of... It's not a... I wouldn't call it a traditional father-daughter relationship. And I don't mean that like it's some kind of creepy sex thing. No, I think she recognized him as her father because she didn't know otherwise. Right. And, and he, she would even ask questions about her mom. Yes. Um, but he's raising her 
basically to be Sarah Connor, I feel like. Unless he's supposed to be a grandpa. Which is possible. That would kind of make a little more sense. I don't know. I don't know what the, yeah. the story is. And then there, he could that, kind of paint a picture of, oh, uh, my daughter was your mom who, yeah. who died. Yeah, something to that extent. Um, we're not going to spend too much time exploring that because we find out that Stephen Lang has gone straight, so to speak. Although, I mean, there's nothing to suggest that he is still abducting young ladies and forcibly impregnating them. So. No, because he's got what he wanted. He's got a kid. Which he's is got to a have another, another child. Right. Yeah. So that's great, and apparently he's got some kind of a side hustle, growing trees, doing some kind of landscaping in a greenhouse. Gig. Yeah, yeah. And uh, once a week, um, somebody from a local nursery shows up and picks up a bunch of trees mm-hmm. from him. Yeah. Okay. I think that would be a very difficult job to do blind. I mean, how do you know? I I I have the gift of sight, and I can't tell you the difference between from one tree to the next. Well, he's got his daughter there, so there's that. Maybe he can smell the, well, the different trees. I mean, if you're going to grow it, you probably picked out the, the type of breed and you know where you put that. Okay. I'll, bu- I'll buy that. That makes, that, <laughs> that makes more sense than anything. We need I to get Jesse with. to call in. The Jesse, tell me about trees, big dog. Um, so that's cool. Uh, the the uh, young lady that works for the, uh, the, the nursery shows up and she's like, hey – uh, I'm gonna go make my rounds and deliver these these trees. How about I take Phoenix with me? Phoenix is the daughter, mm-hmm. and he's like, no, not today. Uh, so basically, he's homeschool he's homeschooling her. They're doing these weird military style training exercises. Mm-hmm. It's a very uh, compound life. Yeah, they run scenarios, yeah. uh, home invasion scenarios, survival techniques, all kinds of stuff. I I see movies like this and I immediately get jealous. You know what I mean? Yeah. My childhood was nothing but boring. <laughs> if it wasn't for my Sega Genesis, I probably would have thrown myself out of a window. <laughs> my parents did nothing. I realize, you know, I probably shouldn't have been running out in the woods looking for a handgun. Sure. But at the same time, it would have been fucking awesome. <laughs> Give me a reason to get out of bed in the morning. Um, anyway, she shows up. We, we discover that uh, they have like a budding friendship Um Stephen Lang and this young lady. Her name's Martinez. Uh, she's ex-military also. Strikes me as a bit of a tough chick. Uh, and begrudgingly, Stephen Lang agrees to let Phoenix go on go with Martinez on her rounds. Mm-hmm. Everywhere Phoenix goes, the big Rottweiler goes with her. His name is Shadow. Very cool. Uh, they go out and they're making their rounds. Uh, eventually, they go back to the nursery, I think. Or maybe it was just a random gas station. I don't know. But uh, they're about to head home. Phoenix has to go to the bathroom. She goes into the bathroom, and she gets accosted by some kind of a, a weirdo, Jason. Some kind of ne'er-do-well. Some kind of a uh, scumbo, if I may. <laughs> you may. And I don't use the term scumbo lightly. <laughs> um, this guy is, uh, he's got the, they could not have made him look like any more of a scumbo. Black beanie. Five o'clock shadow. Zip up gloves. Zip up gloves. Smoking cigarettes, for Christ's sakes. This guy's a scumbo. <laughs> um, he is played by Brendan Sexton III, Jason. Now, I spent the entire movie thinking to myself, where the fuck do I know this guy from? He's Brendan Sexton's He's son. He's Brendan Sexton, Brendan Sexton's grandson. I and think. grandson. Right? And son. And son, because he's the third. Correct. Um, See, I know all about him. All about Brendan Sexton. 
Turns out he was in one of my favorite movies, uh, Session 9. You ever seen that one? Mm-hmm. He played the dipshit guy. Oh, <laughs> then there you go. <laughs> I mean, uh, there was like uh, there was David Caruso, the Scottish guy, the hunky guy, and then the dipshit kid. And he was the dipshit kid. <laughs> so there's that. Um, he like he doesn't like get kind of. I don't know. He, he's like, hey, how, hey, how's it going, gorgeous? She's like eleven or twelve, and he, she's like, okay, weirdo, get away from me. And then the dog comes in, and he's like, Rrr. he's like, whoa, 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 okay, never mind, there, sweet pea. As she's walking out, he like runs his fingers through her hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, he follows her out, and then Martinez, you know, gets her into the car. And they kind of have like a little stare off, the scumbo guy and Martinez for a second, and then they drive away. Now, um, I have to wonder at, like, how did that, but I was led to believe that that was the actual nursery where Martinez worked. How did the scumbo, is the scumbo guy just like a, like a bathroom lurker that just hangs out in random bathrooms? Um... I don't know. I, th- I th- there's a lot of ambiguity here. I think and so. You kind of have to fill in your own blanks. So right. the way I do that is there's not a whole lot going on in this region. You know, this section of like right. Detroit. Um, I am of the mindset that they knew where the girl was all the whole time. They had to, right? Yeah, the so, whole time. They just didn't care. Okay. Um, until they needed to. Okay, which that makes we sense. which we get to. Okay, um, so you know they kind of knew where where they could find her and trail her and things like that uh, already. Okay, so you really didn't have to, you know, they didn't have to get but so lucky. That makes sense. Yeah, that I don't think sense. he just randomly popped up in a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> that's my move. That's my move. <laughs> Stop stealing my moves. Um, that's creepy. Uh, she takes Phoenix and the dog home. Um, once they get home, Phoenix kind of settles in for the night. The dog apparently just runs like out through the property, just barking and protecting the house. Very cool. Uh, Martinez is on her way back, and there's a, a truck blocking the road, like a F-250. She gets out, and she's like, hey, you guys move your truck. She immediately recognizes the guy from the bathroom. She's like, hey. And this guy goes on some weird thing about... We were dishonorably discharged from a dishonorable war, and that makes us honorable or something like that. And she's like, uh-huh, yeah, go ahead and move the truck then. Negative times a negative equals positive. That's not the conversation I came here to have, though. I came here to get you to move your fucking truck. Right. Um, she gets back in the truck, and a guy with a very strange haircut pops out of her back seat and bludgeons her to death with a hammer. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, didn't see that coming. No, me neither. And uh, I don't know what's going on with the haircuts of this posse, you know? I feel like these guys really wanted to be uh, T-Bird, Tintin, uh, Skank, and Fun Boy from The Crow. Yeah, I think somebody yelled fired up at one point. I hope they did. <laughs> I hope that you're in Detroit. You should be doing <laughs> you should that. should be. Why are you not doing that? But instead, they got like one dropout from barber school, and he was using the rest of the guys as practice, I think. We had some weird haircuts going on here, sir. Uh, That's nasty. Uh, So we have to just kind of write a lot of things off as if Jason had just said that these guys were like, they had intel on the girl. Now, there was a bit of a, um, I guess we can call it a MacGuffin at the beginning, about a uh, local doctor being arrested on charges of organ trafficking. 
or not being arrested. He was being sought in connection to this organ trafficking ring in mm-hmm. Detroit. That's pretty nasty. Uh, so from there, I mean, we, we kind of because we got that little snippet right up there at the front. We kind of have to believe that these guys are after the girl because they want her ovaries or whatever. <laughs> I hope not. That's nasty. I hope it's not ovaries. Take a take a, a liver or a kidney or something. A nice fallopian tube. Take a take something that's not a sexy thing from the the <laughs> nine year old. Uh, that's pretty wacky. Uh, so now we jump right into home invasion territory because mm-hmm. these guys go straight to the uh, the house. They start by killing the fucking dog. Come on, man. You didn't, oh, we almost lost two dogs in this movie. That was really going to piss me off. Yeah. Uh, they kill Shadow the dog. Um, Stephen Lang gets wise to it because he goes out to feed Shadow, and he realizes that the dog's uh, food bowl is still full. So that means the dog hasn't eaten its lunch and is unaccounted for. Uh, at this point, he goes traipsing out into the woods to try to find the dog. Uh, cut to back at the house. It's like this nice... Um, Amityville style farmhouse, pretty nice place considering it's in you know disgusting Detroit, and uh, they're already there and they're making their way through the house. Now their first mistake was turning on the lights because Phoenix knows her dad is blind, so why are the lights coming on all of a sudden? Mm-hmm. She immediately now we cut right to cut and, uh, cat and mouse territory. Very cool, very tense. Uh, these dudes got some heavy. Bo- they quickly realize that Stephen Lang is blind because he walks right past a couple of them. And uh, after that, they go to tiptoeing, but like I said, they all got mud stompers on. So we get a lot of very intense silence and uh, a lot of thump, thump, thump. Uh, she's running her scenarios. Yeah, she's doing her hiding, doing her shucking and jiving. She is shucking and jiving, and she's got a pretty good control of the situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, she like ducks under the bed, and then she's watching the guy's feet go around the bed. Then she shimmies under a. Um, armoire or whatever those things are while he's uh tipping the bed over and then she does like a very cool spider-man hang off Mm -hmm. the banister while uh they're cruising around the upstairs she's about three feet from the front door and she's hauling ass towards it when one of them actually opens fire and uh of course about that time we cut to Stephen laying out in the woods discovering the dead dog and the bullet hole that's inside it and he comes running back um a lot of action sequences that I'm not really going to do justice. Apparently, they have a like a panic room type of a thing mm-hmm. in the basement, yeah. which is pretty cool. Uh, he manages the, the one guy with the weird uh, – what would you call that haircut? Sexy. You think so? I'm going to disagree. <laughs> He's like an albino too. There's a couple of albinos. Well, on don't behalf of albinos. You're not an albino. I'm pretty close. You have a very nice uh, golden, golden brown <laughs> beard going on. <laughs> Some nice face pubes. <laughs> um, he, he's got a very strange haircut, but it's really the only thing that sets him apart. He's got like the side shaved, but then he's got like a, I wouldn't call it a mullet, but he's got like an eagle feather type of a situation i don't know what you call that uh, that's the shaved flock of seagulls shaved flock of seagulls is mm-hmm. what it is it makes perfect sense by, by the way uh he's he's the one that killed martinez in her, in her truck uh he was going after um phoenix when stephen lang reached through the bars in the windows and uh managed to to hold him there for a second while she got away uh she made it down to the basement but she wasn't able to close the basement door before the big guy with the beard kicked it 
open and knocked her down the stairs. Now, inside the basement, they have a vault inside the vault, which I believe was like a modified Connex box, which was made out of like some kind of heavy metal. And it's basically like the size of a... The size of a kid could go in and hide in it. About as big enough as it needs to be for her to get in there. Uh, It's got like some air vents and it's presumably like reinforced. It's those damn air vents that always do you in. Put them on the bottom where they can't see them or camouflage them somehow, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh, Anyway, she manages to lock herself in there. The big guy comes down. He's like, hey, open up. And she's like, eh, I don't think so. Uh, so then he's like, I'm going to find a way. And now we cut back upstairs and we get some very cool action sequences that I'm just going to kind of glaze through. Uh, Stephen Lang puts a pretty good beating on just about everybody. Um, he did, once he has to let go of Eagle hair, he escapes out into the garage, but Eagle hair manages to clip him in the arm with the, uh, claw hammer. So there's a little trail of blood. And then we find out that Eagle hair has a, uh, a brother, we can tell we know they're brothers because they have the same color of hair. Uh, and this guy we're going to refer to as Shemp from the Three Stooges because he also the, the haircuts on these dudes, yeah, unsatisfactory. I don't know. I hope they didn't pay for these. You know, I doubt it. Uh, God damn, man! Uh, Shemp goes chasing him into the uh, the garage area, which is detached from the rest of the house. Uh, he hides in the car. Uh, actually, he. he Makes Shemp think he's hiding in the car, but he's actually in a closet outside of the car. Jumps out behind Shemp. Big struggle. We don't get to see it, but somehow he manages to super glue Shemp's nose and mouth closed. I thought they showed it. Did they I show I thought it? they showed him grab the tube and like kind of holding his head. and then. I didn't see that. I saw the tube, but I didn't see him actually. Hey, maybe smear. in my mind. Maybe. Or maybe I just wasn't paying attention. <laughs> could have been. <laughs> Which could also be. Um which I thought was very cool. I thought it would have been even cooler if Shemp actually died. I could be totally conjuring up that. Rem- <laughs> you could be. Because, <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, really, he would. in order to do that, he would have to super glue himself to Shemp, and that would just be stupid. No, yeah, hold the around, guy's chin up. Running yes. around with his hand on Shemp's face. <laughs> Please stop moving, sir. I have many of your friends to kill. Um, that part I thought was pretty cool. Um uh, uh, Eagle Hair shows, or no, not Eagle Hair, but the leader guy shows up and manages to stab Shemp in the face just in time to keep him from suffocating right through the cheek. Yeah. Uh, once that happens and Shemp can breathe, he takes a piece of broken glass and cuts his lips and nose open. Um, now he's all pissed off, Shemp is. And he's ready to really kick some ass now. Mm-hmm. Um, more with the cat and mouse stuff. Uh, they eventually... Uh, Stephen Lang and the girl. The Stephen Lang makes it down into the basement where the girl is still inside the uh, shipping container. The big guy down there manages to. He starts filling it with water, which is a pretty good idea if you're trying to get her out of there. Um, but it, they got like a slow. They got bad water pressure in this <laughs> yeah, house. Thank goodness. So it is taking a very long time. Mm-hmm. And I thought this was kind of silly because the girl is sleeping through it. While the thing is filling, she doesn't wake up till it's already up to her chin. She's like, oh, shit, I'm about to drown in here. Uh, but, again, it's taking a long time. Uh, they chase Stephen Lang to the hallway, and then they see him go down. But he manages to get the uh, uh, basement door shut. Mm-hmm. So they're all screaming for the big guy, hey, he's down there with you. 
She's like, oh, okay. So now we get a big fight between Stephen Lang and the big guy. Uh, Stephen Lang manages to basically flash fry him Mm -hmm. using pesticide, gas, some kind of a gas fertilizer or something. I don't know. Something in a big CO2 can. Uh, Well, it was kind of ingenious at first because that means that the uh, big guy can't shoot. He can't use his gun because then the whole place will blow up. But oddly enough, um, in order to get Stephen Lang to come out of his hiding place, the big guy takes a uh, like an extension cord and strips the wires. And he's like, hey, I'm going to electrocute your kid if you don't come out here and fight me. So out comes Stephen Lang. Big fight. Uh, eventually, Stephen Lang like trips the wires, creating a spark, which sets off the explosion, which somehow only flash fries that dude. Well, Stephen Lang ducked down he behind a got uh, behind the uh, uh, table. Yeah. Those tables will save your life. Maybe it was a metal table. It could be. And you got to flip it over. Make sure you do that. It's like a ghetto Captain America. Is what it is. Yeah. You know, it's a mighty table. shield. <laughs> Except uh, <laughs> it probably wouldn't stop a nail gun or even a, th- <laughs> even a thumbtack, really. <laughs> but whatever. Uh, good news. A big guy's out of the equation and Stephen Lang's okay. He manages to tip over the uh, shipping container. Uh, draining it of water and saving his daughter. That weighs roughly 1,500 pounds, according to, to Tony says hard that, science. <laughs> that thing would weigh uh, about the size of a, uh, pretty, about the same as a uh, Volkswagen. Yeah, so, I don't disagree. You know what? I'm also watching Blind Fury Part <laughs> 2. Right. Did you ever see that Blind Fury with Rutger Hauer? I did. I, yeah. saw, I didn't know there was a Part 2. No, oh, I was saying this, this is part two. You know, that was not a bad show. Blind no, it Fury. was fun. Ridiculous, but sure. Uh, regardless, he manages to save his kid, and then she, you know, uh, opened, or he manages to get the box open, and then she comes out, and he pumps all the water, and she's good. So they're together. Okay, perfect. Uh, now they're like, okay, we need to get up out of here. So they're creeping through the house. They have, like, this big atrium on the side of the house, and that's where they go to hide. Just as the uh, the boss man, Brendan Sexton the the third shows up uh, with a battering ram. Apparently, he manages to batter the uh, the big steel door to the basement down. They are running out of the um, what do you call those storm doors? As yeah. he's running in, he chases them out. They hide in the atrium. Him and his crew of losers go chasing them in there. Um, there, yeah, hey, hey, little girl, come out! And this is where uh, we get a bit of a reveal. Well, sort of. Um, so, Brennan Sexton third is say, he's like, Hey, I'm not the one you need to be afraid of. It's the guy standing next to you, sweetheart. And then uh, he's on the verge of telling her something. He's like, You want to tell her or should I? I got some news. And then that's when Stephen Lang jumps out and all the guys jump him and knock him out for a few seconds. Uh, now, at the beginning of the movie... We got a very heartfelt moment between Stephen Lang and Phoenix where Phoenix was asking him about her mother. And we have to notice that there is a gray streak in Phoenix's hair. Uh, Brendan Sexton III finally gets to talk to Phoenix and he's like, hey, you know, uh, maybe this will clear a few things up for you. And he takes his hat off and he's got a big gray skunk patch on his head. And she's like, what? What the what? And he's like, hey. Uh, hey, you know, yo, oh, wait. Hey, yo, uh, so you know how, like, uh, he told you that he rescued you from a fire? Well, yeah, I'm your dad. 
<laughs> he ain't your dad, kid. I'm your Look, dad. Look, I got the crazy hair, too. I've been looking for you. I came here to rescue you, me and my guys here. And she's like, what? And then that's when Stephen Lang comes to. They chloroform Phoenix and put her in the back of the truck uh, and take off. Right before they do, though, they've got a big pit bull in the truck. And they put they give the pit bull like Stephen Lang sent and set it after Stephen Lang. Uh, Stephen Lang runs up into the attic. Uh, the pit bull chases him. Um, they he manages it's like barking and snapping at him. He uses like a box spring to shield himself, and then he eventually kind of uses it to trap uh, the pit bull and then force it back up against a wall and kind of contain it there. Mm-hmm. Uh, at that point, they decide to malt off cocktail the place. Uh, one of, uh, Sexton's thugs oddly has like a heart of gold all of a sudden. He's like, Hey, your fucking dog's in there. You can't, you can't burn a place down. Your dog's in there, man. And he's like, I don't care about the dog. Burn a, burn a place down. He's like, God, it's fucked up. But then he, you're just so mean. <laughs> you're just a mean guy. Dog didn't do anything. Uh, but then they malt off cocktail the house anyway. Uh, Stephen Lang is running out trying to catch the uh, car as it goes running off. Of course, he fails, and then he's out in his front yard, and the house is on fire, and he hears the dog barking. So now all of a sudden, he's the one with a heart of gold. He goes up there and lets the the pit bull out. Okay, great. Now we're going to cut to somewhere downtown Detroit, I guess, where we have a very Gotham City-esque abandoned hotel, I think, or... Maybe it was a flop house or something where Phoenix comes to and she's been given the uh, presidential suite, I guess, which again, has a- again, kind of reminds me of um, hmm. like the Kingpin's little headquarters in the crow. Yeah, exactly. We were talking about the crow. Yeah. Ex- I mean, there's a lot, a lot of parallels yeah. here, except uh, you couldn't, well, I guess you could kill Brandon Lee, but <laughs> <laughs> too soon, Darian, too soon. Uh Anyway, uh, yeah, she's got like a bar in her bedroom or they just put a bed in the bar or something. And she comes to in a bed and 13 feet away in the same room is a bar where uh, Sexton is chilling out, having a drink. And then she's like, where am I? What's going on? And he's like, hey, kid, so I'm your dad. And you know how uh, I did I did eight years for that arson. They tried to say it was my fault. It wasn't, okay? It was just an accident. And uh, I tried to go back for you, but uh, that other guy came and got you. And uh, I guess he'd been raising you as his own. So I mean, my <laughs> my guys here, we went in there to rescue you. You can leave anytime you want. You ain't got to stay here if you don't want to. And she's like, excellent. Peace out, babe. And she breaks for the door. And he's like, all right, go right ahead. She makes it down the stairs past a bunch of fucking losers hanging around the stairwell. So mm-hmm. everybody's smoking cigarettes in this hotel. That's how I know they're scumbags, Jason. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not a smoker, but that tends to be a tell in movies. Whenever you see a guy smoking a cigarette, he's probably going to follow you out of the nightclub into an alley, and nothing good is going to happen from there. But she walks past all these scumbags. We're going to recognize the doctor from the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. that was supposedly in charge of some organ black market situation. Uh, she gets to the door. She's about to walk right out of this place and out come from the shadows comes an electric wheelchair and a lady singing her favorite childhood song. Mm -hmm. She turns around, mom, is that you? It's me, baby. It's me. And we have a very heartfelt, uh, little 
reunion there for a second. I was expecting mom to look like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> she, she said it was in a fire, right? Yeah. And uh, I was, you know, that would have been gnarly because if they had this big reunion and mom looks like some kind of a mon- <laughs> monster. <laughs> oh, mom, I missed you. What the fuck happened to you? <laughs> ends up looking like Belial when he built that robotic ab- apparatus around him. That's what it is. <laughs> Jesus, mom. <laughs> You should warn somebody. <laughs> oh no! Uh, but it's not. She's fine. She is in a wheelchair. Uh, she looks just like you would expect a meth dealer to look. Uh, she comes out. Hi, baby. It's me. And they kind of hug it out. We find out that Phoenix's real name is Tara. Um, big fire. Acts. She tries to write it off as some kind of a kitchen accident because the kitchen was underneath the house they were cooking meth <laughs> yes. they, they were making meth 100 there's, there's no illusions about <laughs> it they have a meth uh cooking operation up there in that bar bedroom thing so let's not uh, let's not you know beat around the the bush here uh basically this whole movie to me boils down to who's a bigger piece of shit Mm-hmm. The guy that abducts women and forcibly impregnates them, which he did do in the first movie, mm-hmm. uh, but now he's kind of turned a corner. Or at this point in the movie, the meth head who just wanted his daughter back. Still a piece of shit. Uh, we just don't know to what level of shittiness he's going to get to. We're right. about to find out, though. Yes. So in this heartfelt reunion, mom makes a, a couple of concessions. And at one point, she starts coughing up blood. And Tara slash Phoenix is like, Mom, are you okay? And she's like, oh, sweetie, in the fire there was some chemicals in that kitchen and it really cooked my insides. And the doctor says, if I don't get a new heart, I'm going to die. And she's like, oh, yeah, bummer. And then Mom's like, it's got to be a certain kind of heart from a genetic match, like, say, a daughter and now Phoenix is going, whoa, whoa, hey, 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 now. Let's, Pretty sure I can't donate that. Uh, I kind of need that thing there. Uh, but then they just kind of grab Phoenix and put her on the table. Now we're going to cut back to Stephen Lang, where he has rescued the dog. And uh, he's sitting in the, he also comes across Martinez's body. And he's sitting in the front seat of her, her car, kind of crying. And... Um, Sexton's pit bull is kind of following him around. So he keeps telling the dog to go away, go home, go away. And um, I thought I thought for sure they were going to have him drive, mm-hmm. like start up the truck and drive off. That's when I would have to put my foot down. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll ride with you. Right. you know, I'll write a lot of things off to whatever daredevil-esque abilities you have, mm-hmm. but you are not driving a car. <laughs> no fucking way, sir. I'm sorry. Um Luckily, they didn't do that, but I guess we have to assume that this shady motel is like three blocks away. Right, and and so that just kind of gives credence to the fact that they knew that she was being raised by this guy the whole yeah, time. Yeah, the whole time. They just didn't give a shit. They didn't care until they needed that genetic match right. heart thing. Uh, okay, that sucks. Uh, so now Stephen Lang is on the scene there at the... Um, the shady hotel, mm-hmm. just as the doctor is about to rip into Phoenix slash Tara. Now the doctor says, "Hey, man, I uh, so couple of couple of problems we're going to encounter here. <laughs> Number one, this ain't going to work. <laughs> Number one, good chance I'm going to fuck this up and kill you both. Uh, Number two, I have no anesthetic, no way of preserving the heart as it goes from body to body. So basically, I need it to be as fresh as possible." 
I'm going to have to pull it out of her alive. Just couldn't have bought a cooler and some ice. Nope, guess not. They don't have that. Too much preparation. (laughs) Fuck no. no. We got this guy off of Craigslist. (laughs) He was ready. He's going to do it for 200 bucks. He had a face mask on. (laughs) He did. It keeps you safe from everything. Well, this just happened during COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Social distance, man. Um, So that's the other thing is that. He's wearing like a fucking Tommy Bahama shirt. (laughs) I think he had like a subway apron on. (laughs) Had the meat slicer on. <laughs> so uh, he's like, okay, we got to do this. And uh, Tara's like, I, I, it's getting, uh. but like lying right next to her is mom who's like, thanks, baby. Yeah. Oh, love you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Get fucked, lady. Um, so just as he's about to start cutting into Tara, the power goes out. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's good because now they don't have their no power tools. Thank Christ for that. And now, uh, of course, this is when uh, Stephen Lang and the dog come in to make the big rescue. Again, in the concept of preparation, cooler and some ice, no. little generator. No way. It's a hotel. <laughs> I guarantee you there is an ice machine somewhere, somewhere on that premise. You would think you would want all surgical-related items on some form of battery. <laughs> Something. At least get a, a Home Depot generator. Yeah. They're like 300 bucks. They'll get you through, but whatever. Um, all of a sudden, the power goes out. Uh, Sexton is scrambling his boys. Hey, go get, start to hit the breaker or something, huh? And this is where, uh, again, we get the cat and mouse. We start off with Eagle Hair down in the basement. Uh, he gets, if I remember right, he, I think he drank, there was like some standing water down there, and he holds his head down there until he drowns. Uh, but the gun goes off. And a bunch of the other dudes come running down. So Stephen Lang lays in the standing water playing dead. But he can, like, get the vibrations of the water as the dudes are getting closer. So he's like, gotcha. And now he's got um, Eagle Hair's gun. So now he gets up and he just starts shooting. And he manages to clip a couple of guys. Uh, Everybody's chasing him. Eventually he gets down to, like, in the basement. And that's where the one thug with the heart of gold is like, hey, man. Uh, they're going to cut the heart out of that little girl up there. That ain't cool. So they're on the third floor. Go, go ahead. I'm going to get up out of here. So then he goes up there, and this is where we get the kind of pseudo boss fight. Apparently, they were going to do the Operation Poolside, which is interesting. Or maybe they were just trying to get out, and that's where they con- he confronted them. But I remember they were, like, by the pool during the big boss fight. It was. I mean, it was close by. It was close by to the pool. I don't know how close they were. Obviously, within a a scooter, a uh, scooter uh, help chair distance. Joy right away from a big 12 foot (laughs) drop. Uh, That's what happens. Um, Big boss fight. Uh, So now Sexton is like trying to fight Stephen Lang, and the girl, Phoenix, is trying to get away from her mom. Um, Her mom has handcuffed her to herself. Mm-hmm. So mom and Phoenix are handcuffed together. <coughs> Mom's in her her rascal or whatever it is. Stephen Lang kills the lights, but then he like floods that area with some kind of smoke or something. What was that? Was that like a chemical? Mm, I don't recall. I don't know. I, I don't remember what it was. It was some kind of a smoky situation because now he can like. Yeah, I must have looked down at my phone or something. I look up and now it's just all like haze. I'm sure there was some kind of canister that got popped open or something. Maybe it was more of those fucking fertilizer 
insecticide, whatever it was. Sure. I don't know. Uh, now it's all smoky in there, which allows him to maneuver a little bit better. Um, he knocks Brennan Sexton down. Brennan Sexton pops up and just starts firing rounds into the direction that he thinks Stephen Lang is in, and in doing so manages to shoot his wife white square in the heart. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we don't need to worry about any of this. We'll just be <laughs> on our way now. Thank you very much. Uh, but Stephen Lang is pissed off. Uh, he manages to like kick the shit out of Sexton and dig his thumbs into his eye sockets, mm-hmm. which I believe would kill you if that happened. I could be wrong. And, and just prior to the eye gouging, um, Stephen Lang had gotten all cut up, like mm-hmm. across the wrists. I mean, yeah. uh, I believe uh, the, the gut. Yeah. I'm just really, really bleeding out. He's, he's pretty jacked up. Um, and on top of that, well, that once mom dies, she like leans forward on the uh, joystick on her wheelchair, which sends her right over the side of the pool. Uh, Phoenix is there and she's handcuffed to her mom and she's like trying to get the thing off. The chair falls down and smashes into 50 pieces. Uh, Phoenix takes a fire axe and has to cut her mom's arm off to get free. Which I thought was a pretty cool little move. And mm. gory. I She's, think it was the machete that the uh, was it? Sexton the Third was using. You, you're, I'm sure you're right. But she's. I thought that yeah, was. Yeah, it's just hacking at it. Yeah. Pretty, and what was gory. cool was that she just didn't just like cleave it in one no, shot. No, she had like, to take she three was or four. Some pretty puny wax. <laughs> but <laughs> she it, really it, had to go at she it. She had to put some effort into it, Jason. Uh, eventually, she gets free. Uh, we're un- at this point under the impression that Sexton is dead, as I think he should be, given the eye gouge, the thumbs to the eye sockets. Um, and then that's when he pops back up, uh, stabs uh, Lang in the back, and then Phoenix comes around and kills Sexton. And then we get a very touching, I love you kind of a thing. Sorry, you were always my dad. Yeah, I know. Just go live your life. And then she goes to a children's uh, sanctuary, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much the end of your movie. Yep. There. What did you think? Well, did you see the credit cookie? No. The pit bull comes up and licks Stephen Lang, and then his fingers move. Oh, that, no. That, that was it. I didn't watch that. Uh, what did you think of Don't Breathe 2, Amigo? I like it. I, I like it, it for what it is. I can easily dismiss all of the reality points. I mean, there's some things there, but come on. You're talking about a blind, a blind fury type of a dude, <laughs> yeah. you know? So whatever. Uh, I, do, I, I do see the other argument that, uh, yeah, this guy's a piece of shit. He's not a hero. Um, mostly agree with that. Sure. I mean, it's more of an anti-hero kind of, of a scenario. Sure. So the things that he's talking about, I've killed, I've raped, you know, he, I mean, this isn't to like make him sound better, but it could have just been the one girl. <laughs> uh, it's possible. I mean... He had no, there was no misgivings about what he was going to do to Mia in the first movie. Yeah. Uh, But but the foundation of that whole first story was rooted in the loss of his daughter. Right. So, and he wouldn't have taken any of the actions that he did had he and his dead daughter not been wronged. Correct. So, now you fast forward into the, the sequel and... It's not like he's just running around kidnapping kids. True, he he has took a girl, and just like I think the bad guys always knew where the girl was living mm-hmm. with, with Lang. Um, conversely, I think he probably knew the shitbag family that she grew up in and had, you know, no 
even if even if he thought that they were still alive, he he knows they're bags of shit, and he yeah. doesn't want her to get back to them. I get that. So he's yeah, he kidnaps a girl, but it's also from massive pieces of shit. Yeah. So is it really wrong? Well, for the sake I of mean, the for the sake of the movie. For the sake of the movie, no. So and there's a lot of moral ambiguity there. Is, there is, and you can take whatever high ground you like. Um, I mean, re- regardless of what what wrongs were done to him, you can't keep a girl chained up in your basement, <laughs> and you definitely can't get her pregnant with a turkey baster. That's nasty. <laughs> that is all kinds of nasty. Now, I get it. That's the drunk driver that killed his daughter and got away with it. Yeah. Just, just put a slug in her head. I'll I'll write that off. That doesn't my I wouldn't say that makes you a bad guy. That makes you vulnerable and uh, having done something in a passionate moment and like feeling that some sense of justice. And then he never even like act technically raped her. He even technically he even said yeah. Uh, I've never laid a hand on her. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, other than the, the turkey by right. <laughs> I say check it out. I think if you like the first one, you'll probably like this one. Yeah. Anytime Stephen Lang gets in a wife beater and kicks somebody's ass, I'm pretty much it. It's kind of like crossing uh, VFW with Don't Breathe. You know, you get this just a lot more action uh, with kind of the same character, the elderly guy who can just like really annihilate people. Boy, does he look good with his shirt off, though. Yeah. I hope I look... You won't. I won't, but I hope I can at least be in the neighborhood of that, you know? <laughs> yeah. I just don't want the big, saggy old man old tits, man tits that wrap yeah. around to the backside. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. It, just God. throw them over your shoulder. Oh, God. <laughs> We're going to take a break, fuckers. We'll be right back.
Hey, inmates. If you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back, Jason. Yep. If you had to give up one of your senses, which one would it be? Smell. I was good. That's probably where I would go, too. Because I've pretty much lived without it my whole life. Really? Yep. Oh, okay. I mean, really, you smell something nice, and you're like, hmm, that's cool. But if you taste something good, you're like, oh, fuck, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but you know how, like, when you pinch your nose, you can't really taste. So my... You've never, I never done that? that? No. Oh wow, that was like one really? of those. That's like one of those things every elementary school does. No shit. Yeah, you pinch your nose. You like, can't taste anything. Yeah, it kills your like sense of taste. Huh? It at least greatly diminishes it. Okay. Um. So, like my whole life, it's amazing that I'm this fat because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't smell or taste a lot of things. Really? Especially smell though. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Like Sarah. Like, oh, what do you think of this perfume? I will bury my fucking face in her hand. I, nice. I don't smell a thing. Oh, this is great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right on, buddy. I think I would give up smell, too. Because smell, to me, is like a sobriety test. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't really notice unless something stinks to all get out. Yeah. You know, you never walk into a room and go, oh, it smells so good in here. <laughs> I mean, you do, like, if you're walking oh, it by. It smells like ass cheese but in here. But as soon as the stinky guy at work shows up, you're like, fuck. Yeah. Ben's here, isn't he? Yep. Yeah, the shittiest thing about this little nose curse of mine is that it mostly is the good smells. Yeah. Like, I can still pick up on all of the shit that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Why, that's why I would give it up, too. Right on, man. You ready to get into this week's meat hook? Let's roll. Let's do it. Three on a meat hook. Today, today, this week's meat hook, ladies and gentlemen. Today's, tonight's, whatever. Uh, home invasion movies. Uh-huh. What do you got on number three? Number three partially takes place in a house. Okay. Uh, us. Okay. Very cool. I'm a big fan of the movie. I like that too. I liked it a hell of a lot better than Get Out, be honest with you. Uh, Get Out to me is very overhyped. Um, if, the, like, if... I probably would have liked it more if the ending hadn't been spoiled for me. Oh, but okay. us as a standalone horror movie on its own merits, I think way better than Get Out. Yeah, I really enjoy it. Yeah, um, it has a just it has so many variables that work for me. Yeah, so I really enjoy it. What's your number three? My number three is a little movie that was on Netflix. Uh, I think it's still on there. I could be wrong. Called Mercy. Have you seen this one? Not ringing a bell. Uh, basically. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it for you, but you find out at the end that the invaders are actually the good guys. Okay, and uh, they they're trying to um, get in to save somebody. They're trying, yes, uh, trying to get somebody out. Yeah, but that person is not conscious, so yeah. they can't be like, yes, I would like to go with them. Mm-hmm. So instead, they have to 
basically fuck with the people that are keeping the individual there right in order to try to get well if i haven't seen it it definitely seems like one of those movies where you did totally just ruin it i just did didn't i fuck fuck that all up i don't want to ruin it but here's the the absolute ending i gave you the twist (laughs) shit number Uh, two inside oh the french movie yes okay that's fucking brutal man yeah uh yeah i get that good beat off material you think so no god <laughs> we just learned something about jason harrell <laughs> uh that is that is a gnarly movie and anytime um a pregnant anytime it's a girl on girl situation it's it's always going to go a little bit further mm-hmm. you know what i mean and this is this is probably set the precedence for that because once she gets in the house with that pair of scissors yeah whoo Kaboom! Yeah, it's on. It's happening. My number three, uh, I might catch a little flack for this one because it's a bit of a polarizing movie. Okay. The Collector. Oh, okay. Um, I get it. Uh, the traps are a bit ridiculous mm-hmm. and probably would would have taken months to set up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you can get past that small detail mm-hmm. and just take the movie for what it is, I thought it was a great show, man. I like the I like the atmosphere of it. I like. Uh, I agree. The guy, the collector himself, yeah. is a gnarly customer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Josh Stewart, he's always great. Yep. Yeah, the collector. Good pick. Number one. Number one, you're next. I was expecting that. I was expecting a lot of you're next and a lot of the strangers because those seem to be the go tos mm-hmm. for uh, home invasion movies. It's just so so funny because we hated your next that. i remember like, that hated it i was the one trying to sell it to you what i just i just needed to see it through a different set of eyes man okay i get yeah. that i just needed to see it for what it was and not what it, I, they ruined it the way they pitched it they said it was the scariest movie of the year they gave it that that little thing in the who, who in the, the taglines who the fuck told you that the commercials well don't i mean uh, so i went in expecting a horror movie right so I had to see it through a lens of more of a dark comedy and home invasion. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Great show, though. Oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, my number one, I'm probably going to get some more shit for this one. Okay. But I'm going there anyway. All right. I'm digging it. Night of the Living Dead. Oh, yeah. Totally. They are no. invading a home. We're attempting to do so. 100%. Uh, and uh, re- I think that's that's my favorite movie of all time. Any yeah. time I can find a way to squeeze that into my meat hook, mm-hmm. it's going to be number one. No, it, it should. I mean, everything takes place in that damn house. It does. Yeah. And uh, just the fucking assholes that are in there. And I, I'll, I'll take either one of them. The mm-hmm. 1991 version or the original. I prefer yeah. the original, but I got nothing against the, uh, no. the Tom Savini It's one. solid. Last time anybody has used the phrase lame brains <laughs> like as an, hey, actual, lame brains. as an actual insult, yeah. like a furious, you lame brains. <laughs> really? <Yeah. laughs> okay. Really shut me up. Really? It's put me in my place. Um, any honorable mentions? Or Oh, did Sarah have one? Uh, well, I'll tell you my honorable mention, and then I'll tell you how this, how my list got a little... Got a little shaken up. Okay. It got disrupted with Sarah's picks. All right. Sarah's number three, Hush. Oh, yeah. Number two, The Collector. Very nice. Number one, The Strangers. She really likes that movie. I get it. Uh, We both really love The Collector. Cool. Like, immense fans of The Collector. 
I had the collector as my number two. Okay. But she knows that I say my list first. Okay. So she said, well, it's going to sound like I just copied your damn list. <laughs> I'm like, well, it's only one. See that, Sarah? That's what a good <laughs> husband does on Valentine's Day. I'm like, Day. look, I'll sacrifice my number two so that it doesn't look like you mirrored mine. <laughs> she sent me her list before I even had my list pick, put together. Oh, okay. And she is what reminded me of the damn movie. The Collector. Um, tremendous fans of The Collector. We yeah. saw that in theater, and it was, I mean, it was fantastic. Yeah, love it. We really, it's completely nuts. Um and you really have to just do away with the logic of how long it would take to set that stuff up. Yeah, it's a bit ridiculous. But other than that, everything else is great. I love it. Yeah, the the atmosphere, the house itself was great. Josh mm-hmm. Stewart was great. Um, the sequel was even decent. There, there's some issues there. Oh, there's a lot of issues there. But it's, you know, for a sequel, Yeah, it was still pretty good. I'll take it. I was happy to see him come back. The collect- Yeah. And Josh, and Josh Stewart. Josh Stewart yeah. so. All right, inmates, that's your your meat hook for the week. Uh, home invasion movies. We'd love to hear what your top three are. Get us yours on the mental health hotline, area code 775-387-0275, or email us at thepaddedroom2011 at hotmail.com. Now, however, we must do some immersion therapy, Mr. Harrell. Okay. I do just want to say one thing. Hmm. While you loser husbands out there are uh, buying flowers, yeah. here I am sacrificing my meat hook list. You, that's what I'm saying. That's I'm a, a good, good man. That's a good husband right there. <laughs> I would have told my wife to kiss my <laughs> These are my movies and you cannot have them. I only got one movie in this week, Jay. Okay. Uh, in following my trying to catch up with the 80s trend, I watched Scanners from 1981. Nice. I have never had never seen that one all the way through. Everybody, you know, every highlight reel has that big head explosion that we all know and love. That's all I know of it. Uh, I, I can't say with, all, with certainty that I've ever watched it all the way through. It's very James Bond. And I think uh, that pops up in Cronenberg's work. More than we realize. Did you ever watch? Have you ever seen Videodrome? And in my stupid Jason brain, I've always gotten those two confused. They're very so similar. maybe that's why I've never never watched it because I never remember which one I have or haven't seen. Okay, and I think it's quite possible I've confused it so many times I've not watched either. Probably at this point, <laughs> I'm wondering if I've seen it after that. <laughs> Uh, no, it's, it, it's, uh, I wouldn't even call it a horror movie. It's more like a industrial espionage thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some good gore, some good practical effects in there. Um, same thing with that last one. What's that last one we just watched with Viggo Mortensen? Um, uh, the fucking, not history of violence. It just came out earlier this year. I think it went. Oh, the Cronenberg flick. Yeah. What uh, the hell is future that? crimes, future crimes of the future. Yeah. There or whatever is. it is. Same thing. You know, you get this weird kind of one faction is trying to cover up something and another one is trying to expose it. And this guy gets called in by these guys and then he kind of takes like a double agent turn. And uh, the same thing happened in uh, Videodrome. Same thing happened in Scanners. Um, It's very, a lot more James Bond. Who is the main actor in both? That's not the same guy. No, I'm asking who is who is oh, the uh, Videodrome is uh, James Woods, and it also has Debbie Harry in it, the lead singer from Blondie. Um, Scanners has Michael Ironside. Okay, I've then I have seen Videodrome. 
Okay. Okay. Right on. Uh, yeah, if you're in the mood for some Cronenberg, James Bondy stuff. <laughs> sounds with, like, the, with the exploding sounds, heads. Sounds like a kick in the pants. You're going to love it. That's all I got to watch, Jay. How about you? Violent Night. What'd you think? Uh, we enjoyed it. Loved it. Yeah. Um, loved it. it was pretty good. It seemed to kind of go on for a little while. <laughs> I, I, I thought he would be more of an ass kicker than what he was. I mean, he did. He really I, took, a, took a beating he did. himself. He did. And... Uh, I don't know. My like the whole appeal of it to me is just having like this loser down on his luck Santa. Sure, that is just looking for a reason to give it all up. Yeah, and then and then well, I, it kind of got weird with like the Viking warrior yeah. thing. But other than that, I thought it was pretty good. I think I like Fat Man better. I still haven't seen that one. Um, yeah, I think maybe that's just because it's Mel Gibson. Could be. Uh, let's see, and that's it. All right. Everything else I watched is not horror. I mean, unless you count Bean, the Mr. Bean movie. <laughs> oh, you will not dis- dis- besmirch Rowan Atkinson. I was laughing my ass off. Uh, remember when he used to have a TV show on HBO? Yeah. That was my favorite, man. <laughs> right on. Uh, how about so. some immersion therapy? Immersion therapy. The girl who got away, Jason. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. I've got some issues here. Uh, first and foremost, the runtime. This did not need to be a two-hour movie. That's a long movie. Uh, the main actress was very flat to me. Very, just monotone. Mm-hmm. In throughout the entire movie, yeah, I think even like the kid acted better than yeah the main character. Yeah, she was kind of hard to swallow. Um, I felt like they just didn't know how to end the movie, so they had to like bring in. Oh, oh, oh by the way, here's another girl at the last second because we can't figure this out. Yeah, um, they confused me with, or maybe they were just trying to mislead me. I'm not sure, or maybe I'm just gullible. Um, they had said. Well, they um, he mentioned they mentioned he in the video, so who is he? And he said, "Well, I don't know. It could just be Jesus." Right. Um, so the whole time, the whole time, I'm thinking, "Well, this movie's fucking lame. <laughs> Clearly, it's going to be the retired cop." Right. Uh, and then they even tie that in with, "Oh, well, there was a retired cop." Up to a few years ago, he was wearing a police uniform yeah. that, that had sex with the lady. Right. And I'm like, okay, that just there reaffirms that. my suspicions. Yep. Nope, didn't go anywhere. Nowhere at all. So either that was very well played or um, or very poorly executed. I'm not sure. Either way, I fell for it. Yeah. So um, I did like the fact that uh, I was kind of guessing a lot yeah. and not being right. And then they even said, well, we found the main uh the, the, the lady lunatic, yeah yeah we she's found her dead. dead a couple hours ago yeah and it looked like she's been dead for a while yeah okay so i'm like oh well, shit who's it gonna be Are then is it the cop's thing? wife yeah like i'm just going all over the place right but then she was still alive yeah well then who the fuck was that person well we have to fabricate i assume right i assume she just took her little wristband off and put it on some corpse could be so, i don't know. i don't know either i it, it, it was way too long for me Way too long, especially since I watched it on Tubi and had commercials. Yeah, that I had to do the same thing. Yeah. 
I'm going to say you can skip that one. If they could have shaved about 20 minutes off of that. It didn't need to be two hours. Got rid of that. I don't know. Got rid of a couple little misleading parts. But then again, maybe that's part of the part of what they did right. Yeah. And I mean, there was some inconsistencies, too. Uh, like at the beginning, we're sold on this her adopting this teenager because she's had such a hard life and she knows what it's like. And 14 minutes later, you can't be around me. Go stay with these guys. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> You're going to give up that fat. All I, right. I was very proud of them for not being afraid to just kill motherfuckers off, man. Yeah. I did not. I didn't think for a second they'd have the balls to kill that girl. They did it. They they, they did, did it. it. They killed everybody. Uh, the one chick gets a baby cut out of yeah, her. Yeah, that was gnarly. Um, so, I mean, they went to a few places I didn't expect them to. Yeah. I mean, for being a Tubi. So, points situation. for that. I'll give you that. Uh, your immersion therapy for this week is going to be The Gansfield Haunting from 2014, starring Taylor Cole, Ryan Donahue, Billy Zane, and Rumor Willis. You find this bad guy streaming on Tubi. Uh, in the meantime, gang, you must now educate me. Educating Miss Monica. First, my clues from last week. I am a horny and somewhat bored housewife. Uh, I went to pay my respects to a fallen relative at the um, graveyard building (laughs) that I will not name just yet. And in doing so, I managed to get possessed somewhat halfway uh, by said dead relative. Now I'm just ready to fuck uh, the gardener. And a bunch of other dudes, and light another guy on fire, fire in his car. And uh, I did a weird. Uh, oh, I tossed a an art dealer off the third story uh, balcony at the mall. Uh, I didn't like the way he was looking at me. And uh, yeah, my uh, poor husband has got to deal with me fucking everybody, and he's got to try to get this dead ancestor out of me. Also, I am of course mausoleum, Jason. One of the probably two movies that I remember really kind of scaring the shit out of me as a kid. Really? Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it was. It uh, the other one was It's Alive, and that one really fucked me up. Okay. <laughs> like for the longest time. How old were you when you saw Mausoleum? Probably about, we'll go eight, maybe nine years old. That's that's about the same time I saw it. Um once the the bathrobe came open on Bobby Brisset, who mm-hmm. was a Playboy playmate, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're gonna get possessed. You're gonna kill some dudes. Is that thing gonna come open again? Or oh, you're gonna lay down in the garage with the fucking gardener? Whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm on board. I tried to rewatch it a couple of years it's ago, and I'm good. like, this is terrible. Yeah, I got it. Uh, I, I I got all nostalgic and bought it on Blu-ray. Yeah, and watched it, and I was like, this is just sure. I could pull my dick to it if I wanted to, but <laughs> really, why do why bother? Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, who might I be this week? You ask. Well, mm-hmm. Jason, I took my girlfriend on a very lengthy uh, European vacation. Uh, with the hopes of asking her to marry me. 
And at the end, I was about to do so, and she, well, I did do so, actually, and she said no. Fucking ass. Bitch. Well, I don't really care about anything anymore, uh, so my friend who lives in a, uh, in a weird country here in the Eastern Bloc has invited us to do a little dark tourism in a um, dangerous area that is possibly... Um, not safe to be in due to various contaminants. Uh, they got some really weird wildlife in there, and there might be like some people in there. A lot of abandoned buildings, and uh, we can't stay too long because we don't want to get this stuff. Um, so, shit. But now our car, our tour guide van broke down. And we got to find a way out of here. Son of a bitch. Who might I be, you ask? Tune in next week and I will drop some knowledge, inmates. In the meantime, I think that's about going to do it for us. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, join us next week for Terrifier 2 here in Jason Picks and Darian Gets Caught Up month. Um, March is going to be all yours, Tony. So let us know what you want us to watch. Um, like, comment, subscribe wherever you found this show. We do have a Patreon campaign running support.paddedroompodcast.com is where you find that link. $5 will get you the month of April, a uh, Padded Room t-shirt, a Padded Room travel mug, and I am all out of porno. So no porn, no more on the porno. You got a camera. You can make some. I mean, if you want a picture of my dick, I'll send you one, but prepare to be disappointed. Going to need a zoom lens. Yeah, a big one. <laughs> <laughs> to prepare to do a lot of pinch zooming on your phones. You know? uh, and other than that, Jay, you got anything else? That's it for me. All righty. For Jason, buddy in absentia, uh, weird Eastern Bloc countries with some pretty strange safety protocols, um, Playboy playmates that uh, can get possessed and throw dudes off of balconies and shopping malls, and the Padded Room Podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye.